Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast. We are coming to you live. We're not live. Oh, man. Every time, Will. We're in Atlanta, Georgia, doing a pre-recorded show. My name is Will (laughs) Amato, and I put up my Halloween lights in the middle of September. Mm. Boo. (laughs) My name is Alexandria Sweat, and my farts sound like question marks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm TJ Jackson, I miss the 90s. I'm George, and I'm still bitter about the last season of Lost. Oh, my name is Lily, and until I was 10-ish, I couldn't pronounce the word yogurt, so I would just say yogurt. Mm. <laughs> I want some yogurt. Yogurt. <laughs> Can I just say for a second, and this might be controversial, I hate the show Lost. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Oh, my God. You watched the, the whole season, though. I watched the whole series, and I There's like 12 them. seasons. Well, six. <laughs> Just feels longer when you're <laughs> just, watching it, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I maybe. personally was lost on Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I watched it, I got lost in the premise. And then towards the end, I, isn't that the time period where they said like everything just went off the rails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess now that you look back, we were clearly going through something as a people. <laughs> mm-hmm. that we, we circled around a show that had a smoke monster mm-hmm. or some sort of sanity. So. Interesting. So back then we were lost. I think the show now might be called Hopeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it was but better sh- times, though, I have to say. <laughs> but, I'd rather go back to that. <laughs> yeah, well, but this 30 minutes is not about hopelessness. This is about comedy, and we try to avoid politics here. And we're excited <laughs> today because we're with our dear friend, Alexandria Sweat. I want to get right into this. Uh, Alexandria, we've got some rapid-fire popcorn questions we're going to throw okay. at you to get to know you you maybe say quickly answer and then tell us why go ahead lily at what age is somebody old <laughs> 72 mm. chucky finster or chucky e. cheese chucky e. cheese i don't know what chucky e. finster is <laughs> Wrong rats <laughs> oh ah yeah i should know better it's all good damn 90s okay <laughs> when a man wears a fedora what does it say about him he has swag Ooh. Oh, fan of the fedora okay What is your most embarrassing phobia? Bugs. (laughs) (laughs) Old Kanye or new Kanye? (laughs) Old Kanye. Mm -hmm. What did you think of Sinbad's performance in the movie Shazam? (laughs) (laughs) I've blocked Shazam. (laughs) You know what? I have a couple of things I need to go back and watch. Lost and now Shazam. Mm. Good. Well, you let us know when you find Shazam on Netflix. Uh, Sinbad in general is just corny. Like he's just too corny for me. Oh yeah. my gosh, this is so I think crazy. That's fair. He's a cornball. Shazam's out of the bottle. <laughs> Shazam's out of the lamp. It's out of the lamp, yeah. So that movie apparently doesn't technically exist. I disagree. I, I think they tried to erase it from history. Because I, I could envision the... Envision, is that the word? I can remember the VHS cover in my memory. I remember, no, Shaquille was standing there, arms crossed, looking like a black Mr. Clean It, just <laughs> like with gold pants. Oh, I so you think that. it was Shaquille? Shaquille was in 
Kazam. Yeah, Kazam. Oh, yeah, that's a movie that exists. I remember Sinbad. Or is it the other way around? No, Shazam is the movie that doesn't exist with Sinbad, but everybody remembers. And I have mm-hmm. friends that remember going to the movie theater to see mm-hmm. it. They remember who mm-hmm. they went with. So it's a conspiracy. There's a really funny YouTube video where he fields questions from the internet about this movie and that it never existed. We'll put it up on our Facebook page. He's clearly kind of over the joke. He goes, I don't know, it started in 2000 or something and, and it never happened. My theory is that Shazam is a real genie who erased the movie from the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Another George conspiracy. Yes. I oh, love this. Just like the cupcakes. <laughs> the cup- I want to know what happened to the cupcakes. Too. Yeah. Why is everybody most intrigued by the cupcakes? That's fascinating. Well, that's the detail that could be the answer. <laughs> it might be. It might be the answer. Also, to answer, I think, what if it was Ray J? She was dating Ray J at the time. <gasps> We're all about, yeah. But that's, anyway. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Whitney Houston. The Whitney Houston conspiracy. Anyway, yes. We'll have to talk more. Alexandria, we're so glad to have you here. Folks, thank you for the outpouring of support. I mean, we've gotten so many calls. We had our first listener call in. We've got a fan club in Elko, Nevada, we learned. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, That's awesome. They lit a tree for us or something. I can't believe it. The funniest people I know. Tree lighting ceremony went down. We've got fans in Belarus. We're very popular in Belarus. We're huge in Belarus. But you've probably noticed that once again, for the third week in a row, we don't have Dewey again. George, you've been in touch with our buddy Dewey, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm worried about Dewey. I talked to him on the phone the other day. Okay. He was on vacation. He went to Bermuda. And then he and his husband decided to go on a three-hour boat tour. And there was a professor from Georgia Tech. Okay. And Ginger Spice from the Spice Girls. Oh. And a couple of Romneys were on the boat. And (laughs) I was talking to him and I was like, hey, Dewey, aren't you getting close to the Bermuda Triangle? (gasps) And Dewey goes, George, that's ridiculous. That's just a myth. And then he <gasps> got phone got cut off. Mid so conversation. Either, either he has bad service <laughs> or Dewey no. is in the Bermuda Triangle. <gasps> I say Bermuda Triangle. That's again I think. Well where that he explains is. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I do hope he turns up or that T-Mobile improves their coverage. It's one or the other. It's not T-Mobile. <laughs> T-Mobile just for needs them. to set up a tower mm. in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. It would just make more sense. <laughs> Work out then. Yeah. It sounds like it'd make a great show on TV land too as well. Dewey in the Bermuda Triangle. And this cast on the boat. Yeah, yeah. He does so. look good in a fisherman's hat. Yeah. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Awesome. Well, thanks, George, for the update on our buddy Dewey. If you're listening, we hope you make it, buddy. All right, TJ, you got a list for us, bud? Yes, sir. I do. Okay, so I was making a list of my least favorite Canadians, and I could only come up with like three. <laughs> but then good. I thought of another better like list. This is my favorite Susan's. Favorite Susan's. (laughs) First, Susan Sarandon, of course. Mm. I know, right? At the very top. Then Susan Boyle, of course. Yeah. She was on The Voice, I think. Oh, I forgot about Susan Boyle. So did the rest of the world, also, I think. But I remember her. Also, Susan at the garden department in Home Depot. Shout out. (laughs) She helped me find some great perennials. (laughs) So much. Mm -hmm. Exactly. My roommate, Susan. So I have a roommate named Susan, and she's just helping me out. She is the best. Yep. Keeping me organized. Also, my next door neighbor, Susan, growing up, RIP, rest in peace. She was, yeah, she was a great person. I cared about animals. Also, Susan B. Anthony, famous icon. Yeah. Suddenly, Susan. Also, (laughs) a great Great Susan. Susan at the framing department, Michael's, the craft store. She did a really good job helping me find a good frame. Susan Storm from Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Lazy Susans in <laughs> general. Useful. I yes, love Lazy Susans. I love Lazy Susans. Sit in the middle of the table, just like roll it around. You can like if, spin it. Yeah, yeah. especially Ooh. if you're fidgety. Salsa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Susan from the Chronicles of Narnia. Uh-huh. From Who the most she? badass girl, the fictional series Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. She was one of the kids. One of the kids. That went to the wardrobe. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Susan from my full-time job who works in sales. Happy retirement, Susan. I hope you're doing yes. great. Hi, um, Susan. I know she's listening. <laughs> uh, she's our biggest fan. Exactly. In Belarus. The CEO of YouTube, Susan. Um, watch Kiki. Watch Kiki. <laughs> oh, sorry, Susan. Watch Kiki. I'm sorry. You're crushing it, by the way. And then Susan's secretary for my middle school. She was amazing. Are these your favorite Susans, or is this a list of every Susan you could think of? <laughs> he loves them all, so there's no difference. Uh, yeah, exactly. TJ loves a Susan. I, d- I have some Susans. And I what about like. Susan Lucci? Why didn't she make the list? Well, I don't like her, so oh, she's not one of my favorite well, Susans. How about that? Well, there you go. So it wasn't every Susan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Made it for Susan Lucci. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was a very uplifting list. Uh, yeah, I was... want to meet some Susans now. Did y'all learn something? I did. Yeah. I learned that all Susans are clearly responsible because mm-hmm. they have all been in responsible position. Exactly. Yeah. I learned that Susan works at both Michael's and Home Depot mm-hmm. in the framing department. And she's nailing it and at both jobs. Win which future manager. Yes. TJ like ping pongs through the world needing Susans to guide him. Yes. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be where I am today without Susans. Always now let your Susan be your show. guide. Yes. What? TJ and his guardian Susan. His guardian Susan. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's such an old fashioned name. I'm glad there's still young Susans in mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Me too. If you're a young Susan, email us at <laughs> yeah. funniest people I know at yeah. gmail.com. Like, Hi, I'm a young Susan. We want to hear from you. Let us know we what your s- experience. Yeah, what are you up to? You know, what's How your are last... you helping TJ next? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are your brothers and sisters called? Yes. So we've got another pop culture blind spot. And this time we've asked Lily to watch the iconic I cannot believe this TV show Saved by the Bell which she had never seen she didn't even know what it was I missed it which actually gives me a good segue into my review because I think there was something about the title Saved by the Bell I was expecting it to be a soap opera drama is there is there a soap opera that's named something like Saved by the Bell anyway I wasn't expecting a young comedic sort of I love that you went into like blind. Yeah, I, I no honestly idea. had no clue. Saved by the bell. It sounds dramatic. People could be dying and then they're like saved. You know, anyway. It's like so, it came out of a time capsule. I must have. I think there's that show about the firemen that was saved by the bell. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that. The 90s show as well? No, I was mm. I was trying to make a <laughs> dumb Oh, was that pun. a pun? <laughs> All right, what do you got, Lily? So, yeah, I just watched season one, episode one, Uh-oh. Summer Love. Uh-huh. Didn't get any further into it, but my first reaction <laughs> was- pilot. Ugh. Uh, that was the title sequence. I don't know, all the geometric shapes and like, it didn't make me anticipate it in a positive manner. But then once we got into it, I thought it was kind of cute. Definitely old fashioned, just from where we're at now with TV and TV shows. Definitely a feel good show makes you go, <laughs> I just wrote, that's the bell. I'm assuming that's a catchphrase that like comes back a lot because he says that at one point. No, I, I think it's just in the first episode. Oh, because I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of like the title drop, right? That's the bell. Yes. Like I was saying, anyway. I love it when they include the title in the dialogue. I wonder how many times in the series they <laughs> reference the bell. Oh, oh, bell's ringing. Why is the lady British? Oh, Who's you watched the Miss Bliss episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she also not? vanishes halfway <gasps> through the series. A lot changes oh in that show. Oh, my God. What? Okay, yeah. well, then, well, because one of my things is Miss Bliss is the coolest teacher ever. Oh, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they paint her, like, in a very positive light. It's like a Mr. Rogers Neighborhood style, like, 
I don't know, family, everybody getting together, like teachers helping kids. They just like drop in when she's having mm. a date and she's like, here, have some apple pie. She's like, not it's a really Susan, sweet. but go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Susan. Susan Bliss, maybe. Exactly. Uh, and then, well, there's this weird part where he like has a crush on the girl that thinks he's a ninth grader or something. Is it Zach or? The blonde one. I don't exactly. know. He's that. Right. Okay. okay, yeah. He's trash. He's going to tell her the truth. And then she's like, oh, my parents are gone for the weekend and we have a pool and I have this bikini. I was like, too embarrassed to wear. I thought that was just so inappropriate to be like, having <laughs> <laughs> these children talking about like very sexual connotations. The 90s had no chill when it came to like children and sexual situations. They were just screwing all up and down the hallways. <laughs> yeah. They must have been. I think it was funny because it was so wholesome otherwise to have that little like I'm embarrassed about this very very sexy bikini that I'll wear for you like it just felt very strange so anyway I gave it four out of five stars I thought it was good just <laughs> outdated and I'm not gonna watch any more episodes but it was good for what it was no, That's I really feel I feel like we need to make you watch one more episode and yeah. and if you're a Saved by the Bell fan you know which one it is it's the the one where Jesse takes the caffeine pills and I just feel like yes that's what like season the, the most episode? iconic episode of the series I, okay. I don't know I'll send you an email okay send me a link yeah, I'll, yeah. I can uh, check yeah. it out fun fact real quick Mr. Belding the actor went to my high school one Ooh, time he flew in a helicopter and surprised all of us we're like whoa like he was a student at your high school yeah wow. like while you were in high school no um, <laughs> yeah that would have been better <laughs> no. yeah how <laughs> old are you tj yeah. uh it's a secret TJ i'll never tell you <laughs> <laughs> well thank you lily that was great maybe we'll check back in if you watch the other episode george sent him george We've gotten so many emails and questions on Ask TJ. TJ, for some reason, none of us know why, people want to know what you think about yeah, things. I know why. People I know love hearing TJ's advice, I guess. So I've got several emails here from different listeners. The first one is from Douglas. And it says, Dear TJ, okay. what is the difference between retro and vintage? Okay, uh, Douglas, thank you for writing in. The definition between retro and vintage is that one is retro and the other is vintage. Well, oh, no. that's eye-opening. <laughs> <laughs> we can't just leave it at that. Douglas' you dig life has been changed. Vintage is like what, like clothes, right? And retro is music? It's your column. Go ahead, Alexandria. Well, to yeah. kind of piggyback yeah. off of what TJ is saying over here. <laughs> or with, say. What I'm explaining you know? accurately. So retro being like the time frame, maybe mm. like it's an era. I see I, what you're saying. Yeah. You know, and like vintage. Mm. Vintage things come from a retro time frame. Yeah. Maybe. Like, like it's like the item itself. These hand gestures I'm making. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 great for podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> what are these questions that people can't Google? <laughs> well, I've got one that so you much can't faster. answer on Google. Dear TJ, I'm a huge fan of the show and I need your advice. Mm. I recently broke up with my boyfriend. Oh. I thought I got all my stuff out of his house, but it turns out I left my favorite pair of pink Ray-Ban sunglasses in uh -oh. his apartment. When I asked him about them, he said they weren't there. But then this weekend, I saw a picture of his new girlfriend on Instagram, and she was wearing my sunglasses. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, how do I get them back? They were my favorite. Love the show, Aaron. Uh, steal them. And... <laughs> confront her and be like girl those are my sunglasses give them back to me so just like like head-on confrontation that yeah like, i don't know where kids hang out these days the mall or hide in the boyfriend's bedroom and that's like that's yeah not weird. You sneak in 
and yeah, just get them. And I'm sure it's just like a Say Bye to Bell episode too. Just <laughs> snatch them off her face. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, exactly. I that, need those back. That's the advice yeah. is stage a heist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I like uh, this forceful advice, yeah, yeah. TJ. Yeah, yeah. Alexander, well, you drive the I'm, getaway car. Yes. You know what? I'm always ready with a getaway <laughs> outfit as long as it's all black, black sunglasses. <laughs> we're passing them around. Everybody's going to be ready. Playlist. Like, yeah. we're getting down to there. <laughs> okay, I got one more. Dear TJ, I recently learned my friend has a dark secret. He's a pickpocket. <laughs> we went to a bar the other day oh and he stole a man's wallet. <laughs> How do I confront my friend without insulting him? Oh. I'm not judging him. I just think it's a messed up thing to do and I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> Thanks for the advice, Jim. Wow. Jim, your friend sounds really fun, by the way, <laughs> I think. And he's just like full of like surprises. Maybe, <laughs> you know, I don't know, trying to be like, I don't know, uh, stealthy, but also, I don't know, p- get pay for drinks, but he's trying to be nice. But like he doesn't have the money to do it, so I feel bad. So he took it from someone yeah. else yeah. to take care of everyone. Yeah, exactly. He was stealing from the rich, it's giving to the poor. Like Robin yeah. Hood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jim's friend's Robin Hood, you, basically. You, you're encouraging <laughs> What? Theft. No, I'm encouraging sharing. Sharing. <laughs> there we go. Sharing, yes. Mm-hmm. Sharing is caring. And do people know about the sharing? Uh, yes, whatever. Thanks, TJ. That's great. So, folks, remember, you can tweet at us. You can email us. Funniest people I know at gmail.com. If you want advice from TJ. I don't know why. <laughs> and I don't answers. know why you would. All the answers. Right now, we want to talk to Alexandria a little bit and get to know a little bit about her and what she does. Alexandria, you work at the Atlanta History Center, right? I do. Yes, I, I moved down here to work as a historical interpreter there doing like reenactments and whatnot. We've never been there. Mm. What's that place shame. like? For shame. <laughs> For shame. No, I would say, like, if you're familiar with a colonial Williamsburg type thing, uh-huh. it's like that. It's a museum that talks about Atlanta's history. Mm-hmm. It sits in the heart of Buckhead. And we also have three historic homes that sit on the main campus. And then we have another mm-hmm. campus in Midtown, the Margaret Mitchell House. I work on the Smith Family Farm. So I work with a lot of animals. Mind you, I told you my biggest phobia is bugs. <laughs> what was I thinking? Oh, my goodness. Going to a place with all these animals. But being there, it's made me more sensitive to animals or made mm. me like actually care more. But, yeah, that's kind of. What kind of animals do you care for? I don't tend to any of the mm-hmm. animals. I just watch my coworkers tend to them because I... Mm-mm. You tend I, the coworkers. You <laughs> tend the animals. Totally right, I take care it. of the coworkers. Like, are you okay? Are you doing okay, <laughs> lamb lady? Right. <laughs> Did that chicken come at you? No, one day I'm walking out of the house leaving and one of my coworkers has her turn tending to the animals for the day. And I kid you not, she's standing in the chicken coop, kung fu style, two arms up, just like frozen. Karate and I'm kid. like... Are you okay? Like, should I call someone? Do I need to call security? And she's just like, Tallulah won't go back in her roost or whatever. Like, <laughs> Tallulah's our turkey, one of our turkeys. She sounds amazing. She's a little sassy. Wait, the turkey or your friend? Both. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting place. Wasn't it featured on a movie as well? It's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah. If you've seen Hunger Games, you've mm. seen it. Swan House is used for all the things, MacGyver, Hunger Games, all the movies, because, you know, Atlanta films all of the movies. Mm-hmm. They actually do, like, a behind-the-scenes tour there, too, so you yeah. can, like, see, like, oh, this is where President Snow sat in his office, and I don't know, I need to watch Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to say Atlanta History Center and my company are uh, attending Pride this year, so we'll both have booths yeah. in o- late October. 
I heard, yeah, they're passing out beads and stuff this mm-hmm. year. I'm, I'm mad I won't be at that location to help pass out stuff for the parade. Aww. Now, what's some weird Atlanta history that we probably don't know about that you could tell us? Hmm. Let's see. Weird Atlanta history. We have an exhibit called Gather Round that talks about all the Atlanta stuff. Atlanta's just big on all the civil rights stuff. Atlanta's like a really cool place because the Civil War was fought here and also the Civil Rights Movement. So it's kind of this weird parallel between the two. Ooh, look at all these changes in the 1860s and everybody trying to make, well, not everybody trying to make everything better because, you know, (laughs) slavery. Um, But (laughs) There were people fighting. (laughs) There were, there were. And then, obviously, like you mentioned before, the birthplace of Martin Luther King Jr. And... The washerwoman strike that I learned about was really cool. I'm trying to think weird things. Atlanta just has very movement-based history. I'm taking it you've been to the Civil Rights Museum. Oh, yes. I love it. Are you the only one? Can I see a raise of hands of anybody oh, else who's been? been to? Oh, I you've been? been? Okay, because yeah. I remember we were talking about it last time when talking about the Coca-Cola Museum. And it's just a place I haven't been yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely say go bring all your tissues. All oh. these places yeah. are supremely no, the- emotional. And I yeah. hate emotions. Ew. But sometimes you have to laugh from crying. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm laughing at all these. I have a really weird sense of humor about enslavement i think sometimes <laughs> or sensitive things but um i definitely say yes visit check this, it out yeah it's awesome and they have these cool freedom rider simulations and you like walk through the march on washington and all these cool things like that Woo. do you have any experiences with a guest or while working at the museum that is strange because i mean if you're dealing with the often not wonderful history of a city like atlanta <laughs> mm-hmm, or being mm-hmm. in the south What's that like performing in those roles every day? One of my favorite things that I get to do there is called Gather Round, and that's where we're taking stories from particular people that have contributed to history into Atlanta's history. So I perform a piece about one of the Atlanta Nine members, Rosalind Walton. How it works is you're walking through the exhibit and you're like, gather round, people, gather round. <laughs> like literally like hoping people follow you <laughs> to your <laughs> station where your person's picture is. So you're like, come on, people. Those days when there's like nobody in the museum and you get one or two people to gather round and they're just doing it because they're like, oh, someone's talking. And then by the time you get two minutes into your six to 20 minute monologue, they're like, oh, I still have to sit here. (laughs) And you can see that sad face. You feel like invisible hostage is what I like to call them. They feel stuck. You can just tell. They're like, oh my God, this isn't what I paid for. No. But that's my favorite awkward experience with people holding them there. And I can just see it in their face. No. She keeps talking. Like she keeps adding layers to this woman's story. And I got to imagine that if it's a heavy sort of sad Oh, character. yeah. <laughs> you can't just walk out of that like a movie, right? right. No, that's the funny thing, because I'm sitting there all, and the worst part is that they ignored me, and I was just in school five days a week ignored by white people, and then it'd be like two white people, and they're just <laughs> like, like, yes. uh. <laughs> <laughs> like history, y'all. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Well, thanks, Alexandria. I, I think it's great that you do that, and I want to come visit you over there. Oh, yeah. 
I got you guys. Let me know. We'll make a funniest people I know. Uh, field trip. Field, field trip. trip. Oh, we'll all get in a, a van together. Yeah, that'd be nice. We'll do that. Field Ooh. trips are the best. <laughs> I mean, there's four plus one of us, so we could probably even fit in an SUV. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, <laughs> we'll all get in one of our cars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the van part. <laughs> this will be fun. We can rent a van. And now, folks, this week, TJ is in the writer's graveyard. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, this one's going to be great. It almost made the stage, but someone didn't want to go on stage. Almost. <laughs> it's probably because you wrote well. something better that week. <laughs> right, here we go. Editors that sit around it. a conference table chatting. Their boss enters. Hello, editors. Settle down, please. We have a lot of topics to cover for BuzzFeed this week. I have exercise in an hour, so let's get through this quickly, all right? Valentine's Day. Let's start with our celebrity section. Gabby. What do you have for me, girlfriend? Okay, I have 42 reasons why we love Beyonce. Love it. I already thought of 50. <laughs> Which reality show best describes your Valentine's Day? Easy. Mine is Naked and Afraid. And 11 images of Amanda Bynes eating a heart-shaped box of chocolates that will make you cry face emoji. Very sad. How is that not already a Lifetime movie? Okay, food section. Serve it to me hot, Roland. Okay, uh, we're quizzing readers to see if they can tell the difference between a vegan lobster and one that was innocently boiled to death. Where's the justice? Love it. And we filmed toddlers reacting while drinking a $5 bottle of red wine versus a $5,000 bottle of red wine. Make it a $50,000 bottle of wine and you're golden. Good job. Next up is our animal section, which is led by our newest editor, Morgan. Everyone give Morgan a BuzzFeed hello. Ha, it's a feisty bunch. Don't take it personally, Morgan. What adorable titles do you have for us for our animal section this week? Yes, I'm glad you asked because this time of year, the dung beetle. The dung beetle? <laughs> what do those have to do with Valentine's Day? Nothing. It's just around this time of year, dung beetles. Ew, will often... stop saying that. It sounds like it's a gross bug species. Morgan, let's stay on topic here. Your section should be the easiest. Kittens, puppies, bunnies, and other cute fur babies. I'll give you some time and come back around. Pacing Chaz over in Shopping Trends. Spill it, Chaz Amaraz. Amazon, 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 and Amazon. Genius. Morgan, throwing it back to you. Wow me. Okay, I think I got it now. Antelopes? Antelope. Are... Ridley, <laughs> investigation news. What's a scoop in Washington? New developments have some U.S. senators headed early for divorce court. And I have over 50 gifts of Whoopi Goldberg reacting like, Ooh, child, no, he didn't. Yes, we are all Whoopi right now. When does it end? Okay, staff, speed round. Let's go. Morgan, start us off. A caterpillar? No, Gabby. Ryan Gosling? Yes, Morgan. A water buffalo? Buffalo, no. Roland? Gluten-free chocolate-covered strawberries. Yum. Morgan? Geese? Geese, please. Chaz? Amazon. Genius, Morgan. Moles. No, Ridley. Jeremy Piven. Ew, of course, Morgan. <laughs> Hedgehogs. Hogwash, Gabby. Beyonce. Killing it, Morgan. Marsupials. Killing me, Chaz. Amazon. Perfect, Morgan. Puppies? No, Rid, wait, what did you say? The annual puppy love marathon? I'm listening. What? We'll come on before the documentary on pigeons. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, blackout. Blackout. <laughs> yeah. So this is like a seasonal sketch. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. I think I switched it from like one holiday to the next to like after revising it. I think it used to be like Halloween or something related. It's a funny sketch. I think you must have just, who am I kidding? It's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I get it. No, it's okay. You know, it works for radio. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I love BuzzFeed. And when I first heard this, I always imagined the people sitting around the BuzzFeed table. So I think I might have laughed more for myself. But I supported you, TJ. Oh, thank I you. Got you did. You were got <laughs> That's why she like, got that Team TJ t-shirt on. Yes. I, I love yeah. it. In fact, I think on the inside, we all found it hilarious. Yeah. The laughter inside is just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. doubling. I'm right. going gonna to think about it late tonight when I'm in bed. And I'm just going to guffaw. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Might be one of those delayed laughter uh, sketches. Yeah. No, I, I do think there's some fun stuff in there. So thanks for sharing, TJ. Yeah. Folks, believe it or not, that is the end of episode <gasps> oh, eight. Oh, wow. I want more time. I can't stay forever. I know. Well, we hope you'll come back, Alexandria. This is the show that never ends. <laughs> That's true. We've, uh, we're eight episodes in, and we are definitely going to keep going. So, folks, thank you for the outpouring of support. I mean, I don't know what our listeners would do if we didn't keep going, frankly. Especially uh, our fan in Elko. Yeah, I'm amazed. I mean, one person got an iPhone, and now we're a Nevada sensation. It's amazing. (laughs) We are broadcast at 1 p.m. Saturdays on the GARS radio network, and the podcast is available basically everywhere. We're on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn. You can also say, hey, Alexa, play the funniest people I know, and you can start the show all over again. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram, at funniest people I know, or... The funniest people I know at gmail.com. Folks, thank you again for tuning in to the Funniest People I Know podcast. Have yourself a whimsical, wonderful, hilarious week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>